Hey there, this is Liana, and you are tuning in to Sharpen Her Iron, Conversations with Dope Women. Then again, you know, a little skin never hurt nobody. Little skin. Showing with the most inconvenient times, so. You're a mess. Jasmine. Lily. You ready to jump into this conversation? Yes. You ready to jump in? I'm ready to jump in. So, guys, we are back on another episode of Sharpen Her Iron. And you guys already know, this is a platform where I bring dope women from various different backgrounds, um, just communities, and just really points of view, right? Because there's an assumption that just because you're, let's say, even like a woman that you're the same and you're necessarily not, or that you have the same ethnicity that you're the same, you're not. There may be some, you know, some, some yeah, there may be some similarities, right. but there are all, there will be some similarities, but there's also a lot of differences in ways that we can grow together. And so this platform is an opportunity to literally just build and sharpen dope women by bringing in the stories, the testimonies, the, uh, the journeys, right. Of yes. various different women. So, my girl Jasmine Jordan is not a, a stranger. We did a, a depot, right? We did. Do we a did. Depo. We did a depot, and that was just um, amazing. We were just talking about, you know, deep conversations. So yeah. if you missed that one, go back and listen to that one. Today is special. Yes. Uh, Jasmine has an album coming out, EP album, which was EP coming out yeah. uh, called Intermission. And so today we will be talking about what what is intermission, what is that about, and how. Um, as a woman of God, as a woman of faith, as a Christian specifically, has your um, journey with God kind of intertwined in your intermission, right? What is this intermission that you've been on and where does God lie? What does faith look like um, in your story, in your industry, in your plight, in your fight? And so um, I just, you know, want us to be able to kind of just dig deep today if you're good with that. Down with digging deep any day, especially <laughs> with you, Lily. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Digging deep is what we do, right? We just have it on tape today. <laughs> right, exactly. But it's our friendship. On a regular basis, 15-minute conversations yeah. are the deepest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going <laughs> to turn into an hour conversation. Right? It's one yeah. of those friendships. Uh, sorry. It's one of those friendships where um, you may not talk every day. Right. You may not talk every week. We might. I don't think a month goes by no. without us talking. Right. But even if it did, it's like you just pick up from where you left off. Exactly. Uh, and it's like no time missed. And Jasmine, my friendship with you is one of those where it's not just that. Um, it's like every conversation was essential. It was like that moment for the most part where that shift needed to take place. Almost every conversation we have, not planned or anything like that, but it's that moment in life where you needed to have that talk with your girl. And right. um, even I had the privilege of being at your um, listening party. Right. And listening to your album, I'm like, this is my friend. <laughs> this is my friend in a musical fashion. This is our conversations, right? Yeah. Love, mm-hmm. um, just kind of repair. Um, but anyway, I don't need to tell you. Talk, tell, <laughs> talk to me about the album before we talk a little bit more about faith and kind of what led yeah. you in this direction. So first, I want to comment on your what you just said about like how every conversation, every time you and I meet up, it's like... There's always a moment in the conversation, I think, for both of us where mm-hmm. it's like, yo, I yeah. needed this. I needed like, that. or it inspired, yeah. like, Liana and I are known for, like, during our conversation, one minute, let me write that in my yeah. notes. <laughs> <laughs> let me write that Text in my notes. Text that to me, let me write that in my notes real quick. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because, like, you know, related to intermission in this project, like, all those moments, like, directly connect yeah. to 
the last five years and different parts of my intermission, like mm-hmm. that I've been on, I mm-hmm. can recall multiple moments where you and I were sitting at our sushi spot or mm-hmm. I call you after a meeting crying because mm-hmm. I'm in panic because I'm mm-hmm. like, what does my future look like mm-hmm. because of this particular <laughs> yeah. like detail? And yeah. like the intermission has really been right. It's like I had to take a life intermission to mm-hmm. work on my intermission. Come on. You know, and it's... Do that it, play it, on words. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a life intermission. Right. Meaning, well, what does that mean? Like, uh... Like, I took a break. I took a break from lots of things. I mean, I took a break from music, I would say, for a mm-hmm. second. There was one year where I was traveling so much mm-hmm. and I wasn't really creating. And that even felt wrong. Yeah. Like, but then, you know, my dad was like one of his classic moments where he's like, yo, sometimes you have to take breaks to get the inspiration to yeah. write the next project. Come on, you got to live you a know? little. You do, you, you do. You and can't that, just be in the studio 24-7. That was absolutely yeah. what happened. And I mean, right, like you you can understand. I know we've had yeah. conversations about like sometimes when you're not doing the things that you're like, that you know fuel you and give mm-hmm. you so much purpose, like you kind of wake up some days and are like, oh my God, am I like, Dream have I lost different. it? Like, Extremely what, what, discouraged. Yeah. Super discouraged lost in some ways Mm -hmm. you know because really right like my identity is tied to my purpose Mm -hmm. and the music is is part of the purpose and so I I don't know there's was a lot of that but again it was just gaining the perspective that this is a part of that as well yeah like it's just like you said taking the break traveling getting all the inspiration all of the new information about Mm -hmm. myself and the world and how I am in this world, what yeah. I want my world to look like moving yeah. forward, like yeah. all of that happened in this intermission, yeah. this live intermission. So basically you, the intermission that you're on, if we're thinking about like a play or something, mm-hmm. right? That break, quote unquote, from music or whatever, meaning from making new music because you're never on a break. All of your music, right. all of your art, it's a part of your life. Yes. But sometimes as the artist, you have to remember that, right? Yes. Um, your intermission allowed for you to go on a deeper inner mission which is the name of your ep exactly so talk about some of the inner mission that you went on during that intermission so there was heartbreak Mm -hmm. i mean it's like what r&b artist is right not i mean all r&b music is all music and until you go all music and until you go through you're going through something like oh my god that song anyway i mean so so yeah yeah, heartbreak yeah healing yeah uh confronting what does self-worth really look like in Mm -hmm. my life Mm -hmm. on a daily basis Mm -hmm. why do i keep repeating some of the same like decisions Mm -hmm pertaining to love mm-hmm. and in the world ro- yes <laughs> yeah. like circles just circles yeah. circles circles why does that continue to happen what does that say yeah. about me mm-hmm. where does that come from mm-hmm. at, you know what part of um I don't know what trauma from yeah. my past yeah. do I really yeah. need to sit here and address a little bit further mm-hmm. um therapy was added to my life with you know two years ago mm-hmm. that was extremely monumental yeah um but it makes you deal with some stuff oh yeah before you get to the part where you're grateful for it <laughs> exactly <laughs> it makes you like i'm coming back <laughs> exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes i just look at my therapist and i'm like oh so okay yeah 
she just reads me. My therapist just reads me for filth in the most <laughs> beautiful way. And I love it because yeah. it's it's just stretched me. Yeah. You know, and it's still stretching me because yeah. I'm I really now am like therapy will be a part of my life forever. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. things when I'm during my mountaintop moments, mm-hmm. during the valleys, mm-hmm. when I'm climbing. Like mm-hmm. I think it's just maintenance, right? Yeah. Um, in some seasons you need it more than others, but yeah. it's gonna be a constant part of my life. Yeah. Um Wait, so I think therapy's a great um part to, to hone in on as a Christian, right? Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about that. We're talking about today <laughs> this role of faith and even I don't even like the word role because yeah, yeah. um I think about like relationship with God as like a pie. And a lot of times people talk about their life and people talk about their life and they talk about like this slice of parenting or this slice of being an employee or entrepreneur and this slice of whatever. And a lot of times, sometimes I say like, you know, God is a slice. And I know that's not their intention, but I'm like, God is not a slice of the pie, right? You have the whole pie and you have these portions of your life, these sections, these denominations of your life. But essentially God should be, that really good crust that sustains it all right or Mm -hmm. god is a part of every single slice he's not a slice of the pie he is the filling right he is a substance and so when we're talking about like the role of faith i'm not saying it as like you know a separate conversation but really what has how has your relationship with god um or we're talking about therapy. So what? how do you merge those two? Or how do you see? Because a lot of times yeah. people have a faulty view of, of, of um, therapy or don't see like, oh, I don't need therapy. I got Jesus. Like right. talk right. a little bit about that. And, you know. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I think of when you ask me that is like, right, growing up with parents in our generation, like mm-hmm. it just was not a thing. A thing. Yeah. It wasn't even, it wasn't a thing. And so. You know, and thankfully, my parents haven't been like, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. But it is right. Like you realize you have kind of the subconscious Mm -hmm. ideas and thoughts about therapy because of the fact that it wasn't a thing. And it was very much like Jesus will help fix it all. Like, you know, like you don't need therapy. Jesus is your therapy. And so and then you start to get older and get more experience under your belt. And you're like, nah, like that can't like. Jesus gave Jesus gave the gift of mm-hmm. therapy to therapists mm-hmm. to, you know, help in this yeah. field of mental health. Yeah. So, you know, I I always believed in therapy. Yeah. I think the right it takes a second sometimes to find the right one. Yeah, but even to make the effort, you have yeah. to be intentional, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. About like okay, value. whether that's like understanding your yeah. insurance a little bit better to understand yeah. who they pay for, yeah. making the calls to look up the lists you know, of which therapists you're able to like use and then making the appointment, showing up the work, the work, the work it takes to get what you need. Exactly. So I, there was some hesitation there for a while, but, um, I had thankfully had other friends, Mm -hmm. you know, who are Christians who, who had been doing therapy for a while. So I feel like whatever reservations I had because Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. the stigma Mm -hmm. um, related to Christianity, Mm -hmm. like that was nipped Mm -hmm. in the butt pretty early on. It just was a matter of me really putting forth the effort to like make that happen in my life. Yeah. And I can't speak for all people. I definitely think it's a Christian thing. I think it's a black Christian thing. I think it's a black people thing, (laughs) you know, and I think, and, and, and a lot of our reservations don't come from nowhere. Right. So you have, first of all, like, Therapy is to a certain therapy um, or like 
professional therapy, organized therapy, because I think bartenders and hairdressers have been therapists for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially here, you know, like, black people, we find in meaning therapeutic experiences, outlets to, to share, to experience. But I think another thing is um, we have the tendency or have had the tendency to normalize a lot of our traumas. Yes. And so when you do that, you don't necessarily see the need to, you right. know, but also I think there there's a beautiful thing in our ability to be resilient. Yeah. There's a difference between resilience, right, and, and thriving. Yes. And I think part of your... Um, your album and I'm listening to the music it's like resilience is like this idea of bouncing back from something mm-hmm. which I think is very black people are incredibly resilient children are incredibly resilient mm-hmm. women are incredibly resilient yeah. right like <laughs> like if I think about the three categories of people that I don't have to go on a shirt by stand the way. out no, those three things right <laughs> black people women and children are incredibly yeah, resilient exactly but I think that um after you bounce back now what right right and I think right. about intermission and I think about it's bigger than just surviving. It's bigger than getting through. It's bigger than getting up and facing the day. It's it's now this mission, I feel like it's helping you to gain this new insight about life in a way that allows you to now approach your day, your life mm-hmm. differently than you did five years ago. Right. So what would you say are some of those pieces that you have um, captured in that intermission to help you... Um, thrive in a way that maybe you necessarily didn't five years ago. Five years ago being when your last album came out, right? So five years since you made a new project, what have you learned that you are now applying to your life right now? Um, I've learned that you gotta be okay with asking for help. Mm -hmm. Like community, I've always believed in community and loved community, but Mm -hmm. I don't really know that I was like, really maximizing on those relationships community right like it's like sure you can sure you can try and like do everything by yourself but one thing I've really like challenged myself is like you do know these incredibly talented people that you've met along the way they don't have to be your best friends but you know so many people because of your journey Mm -hmm. so when you have an idea when you have an issue and you need to problem solve when you want to put together this vision into like real life, like when mm-hmm. you like reach out to those people, yeah. give them an opportunity to say yes or no. Yeah, because they will. They'll yeah. do whatever they need to do and what's best for them. But yeah. like, get rid of the ego. Get yeah. rid of the fear. fear. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> get rid of the <laughs> or, fear. Or just what you let like, fear what do. You, yeah. right. Um, get ri- really just those things that would hinder you because we're gonna have these emotions that rise, right? We're gonna have these right. reservations. Go ahead. Right, and and just allowing. Allowing people to show up for you. Yes. Right? Let them. Let them. <laughs> that has been a major, yeah. that's been a major thing. Yeah. Um, in, in During this intermission, what else? I would say, you know, I talk a little bit about this, you know, on another project for the, the EP, but, mm-hmm. you know, love is the greatest teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, it, it breaks yeah. your heart into pieces <laughs> yeah. and then love, like, manages to put it all back together and makes you like your heart starts beating in a whole different frequency and you're like inspired all over again and so hopeful and you know I have just been confronting Mm -hmm. I think those those fears and the wall that's up when it comes to the word love Mm -hmm. all around right Mm -hmm. and like a lot of it, right, just ends up being defense mechanisms to yeah. try and protect yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like creating this 
tough outer shell. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a difficult. fence, right? Yeah. Fence are built to do one of, like, either keep people, keep things in or keep things out, right? Yes. And so the question is, what you're protecting, you may be keeping something in, but at the same time, what are you keeping out, right? right. When you built that wall or when that wall is so... You know, because also a wall isn't wrong right. or is it bad? The question, how tough is that wall? How strong is that wall, right? right. Is that wall a kind of a fence that's right. it's a protective mask? The Bible yes. tells us above all things, guard our hearts. Right. And from, from it flows the issues of life. So it's right. very important that we do protect our heart. Yes. But then but then it's just so guarded that there's not a door. Like some fences have a gate, right? Have mm-hmm. a door where it can be accessed. Right. Some fences <laughs> are like you know, the wall yeah. Trump was trying to build. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, where, right. you know, the, anyway, my point is, it's nothing wrong with guarding, protecting. Actually, you should. Right. But to what degree? And when yes. you, are you even able to open it when right. you want to? And I think just, like, you know, having so much self-awareness where mm. I can connect like the dots a little bit mm-hmm. quicker mm-hmm. I can identify real red flags yeah. not become a collector of red flags yeah. make the moves Oof. that I need to without like taking things so personally personally and yeah. allowing it to continue longer than it needs to right yeah but it that that involves like trusting myself yeah. so it's really about like learning to trust myself mm-hmm. right like learning to trust that I have it in me mm-hmm. to make the best decisions for my life, right? Maybe. With God's guidance. Yeah. Um, with the self-awareness mm-hmm. of like, yeah, j- j- as important as it is to know your strengths, like I got to know my weaknesses because mm-hmm. I got to know what's holding where, me back. what's holding me back and also yeah. like when to apply boundaries yeah. like for myself. Yeah. Like it's not, right? It's yeah. just like in life sometimes. Yeah. Um, knowing knowing those weaknesses as well mm-hmm. are going to help maximize, help me maximize my strengths, Yeah, which is going to directly impact all areas of my life. Right. Yeah. When I'm operating from this most, you know, confident, most, uh, trustworthy place, mm-hmm. like in my own, in my own life. Yeah. Right. Then I yeah. start traveling the journey yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. My head's a little higher up Yeah, and, I think then also the blows don't hit the same way. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I, I'm still figuring this thing out. I'm they still figuring hit. it out. They still <laughs> they hit. They still hurt. They, they still they, hurt, right? They, they but, hit. but some of those yeah. hits are just whether that, and that can be different for different things, yeah. right? It still hurts, but maybe the recovery time yeah. is quicker. Yeah. Or it yes. hurts, but I'm speaking to myself in a positive time. way yeah. quick, more quickly. Yeah. Right? It's not about, yeah. it's not about it not hurting. It's or just, what's that phrase that you, that you use now? You brought it up at, I remember it. I don't know if you remember it. We were at uh, dinner recently. A friend of yours taught you this. And you're like, oh, that I choose myself quicker. Quicker. That, I mean, that has been, if there's anything you that has learn, been yeah. such a great life lesson. Also, one other thing I'll say, because you asked for a few different things that I've been learning, yeah. is like the like life life is a series of waves. Mm-hmm. There's no way to avoid it, right? Mm-hmm. We are all going to continue experiencing lows, mm-hmm. this mid-range mm-hmm. of okay, it's all right, yeah. and then those mountaintop moments. Yeah. Don't take anything for granted. Know that whatever moment you're in, it's temporary. It's literally that. It's it's temporary. Yeah. So like that has also uh, been forcing me to work on being more present. Mm. So that when I do have those mountaintop moments, it's like 
don't be trying to rush on to the next thing, mm-hmm. the next assignment that you have, the next mm-hmm. goal that you have, which I'm so terrible at. My brain's always asking like, the glory of this. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like this is really never happening again. This all moment. these moments too. Like, right? Not yeah. I'm not even just talking when I say mountaintop moments, it doesn't have to be like this huge accomplishment. Like, really say, good. for example, if someone bought a home, which is a yeah. huge mountaintop moment, yeah. or you're getting married, or you're having a baby, or you're yeah. putting out the project. What about these other mountaintop moments like I'm sitting at home? watching a movie with my mom right now like i am like at the beach by myself enjoying this moment feeling at peace in this moment yeah like because so often it's like where's the peace where's the peace god you know and so those mountaintop moments look like all different types of things it's Mm -hmm. not just those big destination goals that i do very like i do have that i focus on so much yes and i woke up this morning and i'm not right or not as much exactly yeah and so you know that that has been something i've i'm still working on it in this pandemic girl like wow (laughs) like what a challenge right like i mean there's been so many challenges of like jasmine are you present right now like or are you like where are where's your mind right now where are you allowing your mind to travel and that has definitely been again one of those lessons yeah. that that I've definitely like taken away being during present. this time of intermission. Sometimes the greatest present you can have is being present in yes. this moment. You yeah. know, and the gift that you can give yourself is like being here yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And I think like um, we're talking, or, or when you think about the concept of faith, yeah. like yes, faith requires you to have hope for the future. Right? right, but it doesn't require you to abandon the moment that you're mm-hmm. in, right? Because there's this mm-hmm. there's this balance. So I mean, concepts of God are not just like easily packaged. So I don't want to yeah. make it like this, like kind of like one, two, three, yeah. you know, step thing. But we're talking about faith and how faith or is an essential, is a fundamental. Actually, the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. God is very. Um, it, it, he cares about our ability to see our lives from a place where we say, I trust God. If we know it all, if we see it all, if we understand it all, you know, there's no room for the kind of that, that, that hand in hand mm-hmm. with God, you know, and there's kind of like a kid holding their parent's hand and like there's this confidence, there's this just trust. This assurance, even if I don't know where we're going, I don't know exactly how we're going to get there. I don't know the outcome of this day. There's something um, reassuring and reaffirming about holding the hand of your parent as you are taking this journey or walking down the street. Even if a dog was coming at me, if I was holding my dad's hand, even if there's this this fear that kind of surfaces in me a little bit, if he don't buck... Yeah. I don't buck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even yeah. if, you know, and that's kind of what the truth yeah. is with God and life. Yeah. Things are coming down the road and we're experiencing and we're impacted by them. But if there's this confidence that if God don't buck, which God don't never buck, right. nothing coming our way, was he ever unaware of? Was he ever, uh, was outside of his purview or his mm-hmm. understanding? When it's new to us and fresh to us and f- scary for us, there's the confidence and the faith comes in that says, I'm holding God's hand. Exactly. And if as long as I'm holding God's hand, because mm-hmm. we forget that, sometimes we forget we're holding God's hand, because no, it's not this physical touch like a parent, like a right. physical natural parent. But that reminder 
that when I lost my job, that was new to me, but not new to God, right? right. Whatever you're going through. Yeah. When I didn't make an album in five years, that was new to God, me, but it wasn't new to God. Mm-hmm. When that mm-hmm. relationship and that mm-hmm. didn't pan out that I thought was going to pan out, and I thought this was it, that was new to me, but it wasn't new to God. When I that friendship ended that I thought was going to be a ride or die, that was new to me, but it wasn't new to God. Right. There's so many things that come in our lives that are new to us, but not outside of God's knowing that when when it happens, we respond a lot of times out of our um, our human um, uh, like uh, barriers of time we're experiencing right now. Yeah. But if we remember that our confidence, our faith, mm-hmm. um, confidence literally means con-, con with with faith. So we move with confidence. Our faith if we move with our faith then we learn in our journey which i think is probably part of this intermission that we are to respond out of a place of not faith in ourselves but in a faith in the in the hand of a god that we're holding right and i want to be clear like every tip everything that i've learned all the things that I have brought up prior to this moment, mm-hmm. it was because of God. Exactly. Like, it's like, no, I know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I know you know that, but just to like say it very clearly, it's like lean not on your own understanding. Yeah. Like yeah. I have to, I have to say that out loud to myself under my breath, like say it in my head so many times, yeah. like really on a weekly basis throughout these last five years. So often yeah. I've had to be reminded by friminds yeah. like you, right. Oof. It's just reminding it, each other it, together. Also, also, <laughs> also like, God, give me, give me my daily bread. Oh, I was about to go there. Like that, that, that piece, like that yeah. has absolute, that has been the driving force yeah. in becoming this version of myself yeah. today. Yeah. Right. Like being in that, this moment, that's what the daily bread piece is about. Like, right. which is why I was like the concept of God, like God tells us to have faith, but he also tells us to pray when you, when you pray, pray like this. Give us this day our daily bread, right? right? So there's this 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 idea that the sufficiency, while I'm to have faith about a moment I can't see, right? Also being in this moment, right? And trusting that when I woke up this morning and I opened my eyes and I had new breath in my lungs that I never had before, God gave me the daily bread, mm-hmm. right? He gave me mm-hmm. the sufficiency for this moment. And if we experience any levels of anxiety or fear. Mm-hmm. And anything like that. <laughs> My man. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, just keep like, going. It's okay. It's part of being present in the present. But no, if we experience any of those things, it's because we are stepping outside of the daily bread. Right. We're trying to eat. Mm-hmm. December's bread or January's bread when God gave us the bread for December 2nd. Right. And it's just so easy to lean on your own understanding. And yes. we have such a limited understanding. So limited. It's just, it's Ooh. incredibly yes. small yeah. compared to the big picture that God is orchestrating yeah. and already has like painted, yeah. you know? So it really is like, it's a daily challenge. I t- Opportunity. It's a daily opportunity. It's a daily opportunity. Um, and I really, you know, yes, mm-hmm. leaning on God, trusting God, praying to God, speaking mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Like all the prayer time. Is like, not I know just he's a sick moment of, of prayer. I, he's got to be sick of he's me. Not I know sick he's not. Of you. I know he's not sick of me. But sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, I know. I yeah. know we've already And had for this the smallest of things. Like, yes. Like, just, I mean, so. Pray for everything. He cares about everything. Everything. And I think, right, reminding yourself that the love 
and grace mm. that like mm. God has for each of us yeah. is again so far beyond yeah. our abounds. understanding yeah. and so far beyond what we've experienced what here we've on given. earth with humans or what we've given exactly yeah. <laughs> that that it's good a little side boom never <laughs> I'm keeping it. No side boom never hurt nobody. But that's important. We're those girls because we have a little side boom. Listen. And some therapy with Jesus. And I love Jesus. All at the same time. Period. Get this leg too. (laughs) Right. Since we exposed the skin today. No, 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 no. No, it's so good. You're doing a good job. Yeah. Way to make sure I'm put together. I said this earlier when we first started that I've been known to have a couple slips. So thank you. Um, but yes, like that. I I want to be clear. Like faith is just is is the foundation. Mm-hmm. Like God is the foundation. Mm-hmm. Faith in God mm-hmm. is like right. Whenever it's like I need to get back. Whenever I need to get back center. Mm-hmm. Whenever I need. I feel you can sense. That you're off. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, right, you feel it. Yeah. You feel it with every yeah. like piece of your body. Yeah. And it's just, you know, he has he has guided me the last five mm-hmm. years. And like I said, when I think back to what I said in the beginning of this, moments when I was calling you crying mm-hmm. because I knew that my manager and I, who was a, who is still yeah. a close friend right mm-hmm. that that was an, a relationship that was on its last leg season, because yeah. because of life yeah. like just life yeah. like we shifting. get comfortable with certain hmm. um patterns certain um routines right yeah and it's like this is my person for this and so what almost happens is god forces us sometimes to shake up that relationship because our faith, our confidence begins to rely on the person rather than remembering that they are just a resource in the hands of the source. And so God will allow things to be shifted and shaken up in our lives just so that we remember our lives, our identity, our whatever, all these things are gifts. Mm-hmm. right he's yeah. the giver of the gift right. and their gifts and just like he gave that good gift he can give another good gift but we start getting comfortable with certain routines and patterns and before you know it we're more rely re- relying more on our cycle yes. than we are on our god exactly and you know i'm great i'm grateful for again another god thing yeah who god has placed in my life mm-hmm. Moving to LA, not knowing anybody, connecting with my people, like, so that nobody would ever believe me if I said, like, today, like, oh, you you didn't know anybody when you came here, you know? Yeah. It's like those, those relationships, Mm. so that when that moment did happen, Mm. and I was on a weak leg, you were on a strong leg to tell, to remind me, hey, God is God. Like, God sometimes has to shake things up and yeah. move things around yeah. to elevate you to the next <laughs> somebody <laughs> to, keep to, elevate, to elevate <laughs> you to the next to that next yeah. step you know yeah. so um that the bills right mm-hmm. money money mm-hmm. money all mm-hmm. everything money costs, money everything money money, money. <laughs> money. but even is money is just mo- what is it 
Um, oh, I don't. I don't really need. I, you know, I need I'm the, not the one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that's like, source. <laughs> yeah, but, but God like, is the God, source. Uh, my best friend Oscar always says, right? God will take care of the bill. Yeah. Like, but but having to remind yeah. myself through the process Woo-hoo! of creating. When you yeah. you even told me years ago, like you're right. You remember you you say this often. I think is like sometimes some, you've realized like you think that God actually planned it this way where He doesn't doesn't give us the whole bill oh yeah <laughs> he doesn't show us the whole bill a lot of times because he knows if we see that end if number of how much we if actually we, spend on yeah. that thing he's like you're never going to even yeah. you're not even going to start the chance you're going to be like yo i'm yeah. good because like, yeah. i really don't have this money yeah but that's why it's like slowly but surely you pay step. off these bills you do one thing after another you see your credit card debt you like Ugh. Yeah. but then god's okay there's a time and a season for everything, everything mm-hmm. right and so Take risk. Yes, and then and and then keep constant communication with God. Keep Him mm. close. Keep Him near. Because He'll also guide you as to which risk to take. Yes, no, so because that's, think, I don't want to be. I want to yeah. be clear. It's not like yeah. guys. Like, I'm taking care of all these bills yeah. that you done stuff. Like right. people no, think faith means do a whole day, bunch of dumb stuff right, and this, God will fix it. <laughs> you gonna, gonna have to deal with this. Right. Day, right. Baby. <laughs> Did you have to get the three thousand dollars camera, Liana? Right, or did right, you right, right. with the one thousand that's the Why are you staying in this hotel, yeah. girl? Yeah. Why exactly. are you staying in these hotels? See, that's hotels? the like, other thing though. People will abuse faith yes. and misuse this idea of relationship yeah. with God. See, that's why I said there's these principles and these concepts and these things to understand that like God also works in a flow. He has that while you can't calculate him necessarily, there are overarching principles yes. that are consistent about who he is, his character, his nature, the way he shows up in the in the world. So it's like even the risk we are to take. Now, of course, sometimes you don't know. And you're like, God, I'm just going to move. And I, I trust you'll navigate yeah. me. Once I am like, I, I, don't, I just don't know. And I'm trying to know. Right. But there's there's only you know if you've done your due diligence and trying to get direction from God. Yes. And in that, in that seeking, in that praying, in that reading of the word, in that meditating, in that silent time, in that what a uh, fasting, whatever you need yeah. to do to 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 clear your mind and to create space for God to minister yeah. to you. After you've done that, mm-hmm. or in the process of doing that, and then you make a decision. Even sometimes a decision will seem crazy, and sometimes the decision will seem very logical. Yes. Right? Crazy decisions doesn't equal God. Just like logical decisions doesn't equal not God. Yes. That God can call you to do one or the other. Right? right. And after you've done that, in doing that, become is this trust that. I'm holding the Father's hand. I'm holding God's hand. Mm-hmm. That is very different than I'm going to quit my job, do this, do that, do that, with no <laughs> no sense of seeking. Exactly. Because a lot of times we just want out. Exactly. So then we get out. <laughs> and then we're, you know, and not saying that God will still show up in your mess. Let me tell you about a God of grace who will still show up in your mess, who yeah. will show up in the decision he did not call you to make and will mm. still, I call him mm. my holy navigation. I'm not going to cry out this podcast. <laughs> I call him my holy navigation system. And that is a navigation system will tell you go right go right go right go right and sometimes you will still make that left yes. right and then after you make that left like on oh, my way so to get here <laughs> my way to get here now it took me 17 minutes instead of 11 Ugh. but the point is i'm okay. still here right yeah. so what i also love about god is even after we didn't do it the way he instructed us to even yes. after we oh mm. i know this is about intermission but this no, is part of my so, intermission yes, in life yes. right now is the re- is the Ugh. realization that God, even after making the left, 
The navigation system doesn't shut off. Google doesn't say, well, you didn't do, you know, you didn't go that way. It tells you from this point on the journey how to still get to where God is, is taking you, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that I love about the Holy Spirit. Jesus Jesus said when he left the earth that, you know, I'm leaving, but I'll send a, I'll send a helper. Right. I promise you, he says to the disciples, I'll send a helper. And so mm-hmm. for you and I, we get to experience and have access to that helper 20 Four seven, you yes. know, and that, I yes. mean, I think even in navigating whatever the purpose is that God has in our lives, because we will get so we won't make the purpose our God. Yeah. At times Ugh. we will make the dream, the goal, the vision, the idea, Shit. the purpose, our Shit. God. And God didn't call the purpose to be yeah. our God. <laughs> you know, he is the God of the yeah. purpose, the yeah. path, the plan, right. the destination right. and everything in between, you yes. know. Um, and I think that's something that I'm learning on my personal intermission right now. There's a, um, I'm not going to preach through the whole Bible, but it's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> yes. And you can chime in if um, you remember hearing it minister, but it's about Peter walking on water. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times me growing up, um, you would just hear the the story preached from the perspective that the disciples were on the boat. There was a storm, whatever. They thought there was a ghost far off come to find out you know that jesus says like it's me and then peter says hey if it's really you all the disciples are there but peter's the only one who has enough guts to say call call me to you you know so he even makes a request of god they're all afraid even peter but he's like listen if it's you god call me he's like you ever pray prayers like god if it's really you show me a sign you know and it was one of those things yeah all the freaking time time. you know and so jesus says you know he calls him to walk out to him and peter begins to walk on the water and preachers always preach you know like you know um often would preach you know and then peter took his eyes off of jesus which is true he said he noticed the waves he got scared and began to sink and people many people like if you want to walk on water keep your eyes on jesus and like that was the end of the sermon i'm like but peter began to sink and a lot of our stories are like peter mm-hmm. we take our eyes off. so are you telling me there's no hope like that my only option is keep my eyes on jesus or, or i else. sink right or else right and right. but that's not the end of the story i never heard anyone and so i was in the middle of a very traumatic season of my life still preaching mm-hmm. it's a whole nother story you know mm-hmm. and just like having to give a word to somebody when i need a word to me and god was so faithful in ministering to my heart before I ever got up to minister. Right. And I noticed in that passage, that passage, it said, after Peter began to sing, it says, but Jesus caught him. Mm-hmm. And that was the part of the, the story. And I think the part of all of our lives, yes, we want to, as we go through life, right? We never, mm-hmm. we don't want to look up five years from now, 10 years from now, 15, 20 years from now, making the same mistakes or the same right. kinds of mistakes, at least make some new mistakes, right? right? Like we don't want to say we didn't learn or we didn't grow in any way, but we also need that reassurance and that confidence that says, if at any point in time, I take my eyes off of Jesus and I begin to sink. The one of the testimonies of Peter's story is that Jesus will catch me. Just like the navigation system, if I veer off to the left, it will bring me back. If I take my eyes off of Jesus, though we know the goal was for him to keep his eyes on Jesus and keep walking in strong faith. At the point in time that that shifts, there is a Holy Spirit and there is a God who is walking with us 24-7 that will catch us. And I think that is the story of my intermission right now. It's like, Liana, you are a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And I want you to know that you are not perfect. (laughs) You know? And that... 
part of my, I'm not saying God plans any of our sins or mistakes or whatever, but once again, somehow he uses the very things that break us to teach us that even we are candidates for his grace. Even we are great candidates for his reassurance, his picking up power, (laughs) you know, his putting you back on and giving you something to sing about, giving you something to make an album about, giving you something to minister about. Like, Mm -hmm. who are you? What do you have to say to people if you ain't been through nothing? Right. If you ain't been through nothing. Right. I don't, I'm beautiful voice, but who cares if you're not right. giving me the story of your life in a, in a package that can say, okay, I can relate to that. Yes. I don't know about you, but the people I'm most related to as far as like celebrities or pe- people with platforms, when I hear them talk about the mistakes they made, when I hear them talk about the failed attempts, right? I, I, I can see your successes, yeah. but I see myself when you tell me about right. the humble beginnings, right? Yes. When you tell me about when it didn't all work out for you, when you only had $20 in your pocket or right. whatever. What about you? Who have you been inspired by? Or what is it that, that, that you draw from people? Well, you know, I think one thing I was thinking about when you're talking about is like, it for sure, like the last five years have reminded me as well, right? That like, the flaws Mm. one of the one of the big things like when you were just talking what it made me think of like within again these last five years is that like by acknowledging Mm. and confronting looking at the mirror of Mm. like my flaws Mm -hmm. i then am realizing oh girl you can be so judgmental yeah of other people like oh it's so easy to call out other people on their yeah and then when it comes to your stuff that stinks like not that you can, but you don't right. hold the same. No, oh, no, no. Now is, you're a candidate for right, God's grace. Right, right, but the right, other but person, you just write them off. Exactly. Yeah, and I, yeah. and I, th- I think that's another part, right, of like staying close to Jesus and yeah. like, um, and just con- continuing to work on your journey to yeah. continue figuring out how to travel best. Mm-hmm. Continuing how to figure out how to travel best mm-hmm. along your journey. How do yeah. you run your race yeah. the best way possible? Yeah. Because because while you're in fellowship with him as you're running your race, that awareness that you get, it does make you kinder. Mm-hmm. It makes, mm-hmm. right? It, it just creates this, mm-hmm. like it points back to you, which then like directly mm-hmm. impacts how you're able handle to pour people. out and handle people. Yeah. Like what you're able to pour out on, onto other people, yeah. like... The patience mm-hmm. that it requires because compassion. you you require patience. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah compassion, yeah. understanding, yeah. grace, yeah. Uh, forgiveness. Yeah. Ooh, child, this last year, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I thought I was a very forgiving person. Yeah. And I feel like God has challenged me mm. in so many ways just in 2020 alone. Mm. Like, yo, there are levels to this, and mm. you don't you haven't mastered forgiveness. Yeah. Be clear. And you never will. And you never will. So keep forgiving. But just keep... Exactly. <laughs> but no, but that's yeah. what I mean by mastering yeah. it. That's oh, yeah, not, yeah. Like, the mastering of it yeah. is that you're never too good or yeah. too... Somebody has never hurt you yeah. so bad to where you they shouldn't... They deserve it. Yeah. Forgive someone, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, yes. Yeah. While, while in fellowship with him along the race, it's teaching just how much work there is yeah. to be done. Yeah. And <laughs> how I'm, much work there is, is that yeah. there needs to continue, continue to be done, be done and that the work is never done. No, exactly. So intermission the EP it's it's 
about the last five years, but I'm still on my intermission. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm still because we're always on an intermission. Yes, yes. yes. It's, it's 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 there are parts to this. This yeah. is like capturing one part of it, but there's yeah. you know a yeah. part two that needs yeah. to be written yeah. that is being written yeah. today. And you, you think know? you know so much, and you do right because you've gained so much yes. over the past five years. Five years from now, we're going to be completely, we're going to be the same people, but even more evolved than we are today if we allow ourselves to continue to grow. And that is, that is what I think, that is my prayer to God is like, God, I pray that I'm, I never get like so, uh, Mm -hmm. so. I got this just overly confident it's mm-hmm. not even confident it's what is the word it's a lie I'm that i deceived. that i that i may never like get so bold as to yeah. be like i'm good yeah like i don't because the truth is like i just want to continue evolving yeah. Yeah. every single day yeah i want to be committed to the work yeah i want i want to be in a position where i acknowledge that i'm not perfect and yeah. i really do do things Truly, I do yeah. do things where I'm like, that was shitty. Yeah. Like, you know, that yeah. was really yeah. shitty of you, Jasmine. Yeah. You know, um, that's not in a, that's it. right. Yeah. That's not in alignment <laughs> with who, who, you know, God's calling you to be yeah. and who you Wanna truly be. are, yeah. you know? And so it, I just want to continue doing the work. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to be committed to the daily work yeah. so that five years when you and I are sitting here again and yeah. having a conversation, yeah. it it's happen. like, Great yeah. job, sis. Yeah. Like yeah. you've grown again. You. You've, conti- yeah. you've continued growing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and that's really that's the goal. Intermission, Jasmine. Thank you for inspiring us all and and inviting us all to and to be in that space. And I think and also just taking the courageous step to say, hey, even as a creator, you don't always have to be creating because your life is part of the creation process. Yes. You know. Yeah. So, Jasmine, thank you for inviting us all on this intermission because the truth of the matter is we're all on one. Right. You know, and one creative to another, um, just the the permission to not always be in production mode, but to be in a place mm-hmm. where we can just live and, uh, and trust the that the, whew, the permission. <laughs> but permission comes as you watch other people do it, which is why yeah. this is so important. Yes. Just kind of exposing the journey yes. because other people are like, oh, okay. I'm not crazy. Nothing's wrong with me. I haven't lost my mojo, you know, yes, but that I'm just yes. living. I mean, hell, all of us probably feel that way about 2020. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yes. being in a space where you're like remembering that our lives themselves are always a part of the creation process. That is who we are, that mm-hmm. God is creator and we are made in his image that we, you know, we will always have the opportunity to make something great out of our lives. Just keep living. Yeah. So um, tell us, how that. can people get access to your out your EP and just more access to you? Yes. Well, first of all, I love you. I love you too. I love you so much. And um, I just am so grateful that I get to do this life mm. and the business part yeah. of life with friends. Yeah. With like dope, creative, talented, yeah. brilliant friends like you you know it just makes this so much more juicy yeah you know and so i'm grateful for you uh you can find me at the real jasmine j on all social media platforms jasmine jordan um on all of the streaming platforms Mm -hmm. we've released two singles from intermission already release okay if you need a release go ahead and stream that um to the moon Mm -hmm. a hopeful new love 
type uh, love song. And the project actually comes out December 11th. Let's go. With a little surprise. Let's go. Um, along along with the music. So, yeah, follow, connect. Please, you know, write me. I, I try to write back when I can, check my DMs. And I just am looking forward to connecting with new people. I, yeah. I look forward to post-pandemic when I can perform again, mm-hmm. which those updates will be announced, like, on all of the social platforms um yeah as it comes out so thank you for your support and i'm looking forward to connecting with with new friends uh from this so let's go let's go thank you for tuning in to today's episode on shopping her iron go ahead and like this share it with a friend and subscribe to our podcast for more conversations with dope women if you want to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at the Queen Liana. You can email us at sharpenheriron at gmail.com. Engage with us. Let us know what you think about the show. And for all upcoming events, Sharpen Her Iron related, go ahead and visit our website, sharpenheriron.com. 